The wound is the place where the light enters you. Rumi. What's up and welcome back to the Coach channel. For today's video, we're going to be doing another decaf brew, which is all things health, wellness, and the environment. I wanted to talk today about childhood trauma. Don't get afraid. I mean, trust me. I want to start this off by saying this is such a normal topic, but it's not talked about often, at least from what I've seen. And I myself have explored my own childhood trauma quite a bit in the last few years. And I feel like I've learned a lot even from going to therapy and through experiencing this myself and even how this still affects my life to this day. So I figured I could share just three simple steps or three go-tos like in a row of things you can do to really heal and work with your childhood trauma. First and foremost, everybody has a bit of childhood trauma. It is very, very rare to go unscathed away from your childhood without being hurt by something. And this can be from your parents or your family upbringing, from your situation, from the culture you grew up in to the living circumstances that you had all the way down to being bullied at school or maybe not having the best friendships in your life. There's so many different ways that you can experience traumatic events as a child. A lot of the things that we consider to be traumatic as children might not seem traumatic when we're older or when we become adults. So a lot of the times, and myself included, we might brush off our childhoods as being not that big of a deal or, you know, it didn't affect me that much until all of a sudden you're an adult and you're finding these unexpressed emotions or things that are really boiling underneath the surface, things that tend to trigger you in your day to day and stop you or inhibit your ability to really expand into your full potential or bloom into your full potential in all things from career to relationships to your overall general happiness to believing in yourself and your self-esteem and so many other things. Just really quick before we get into the three actual steps of how to confront, face, experience, and release your childhood trauma or any kind of unexpressed emotion, it doesn't necessarily have to be from your childhood, let's dip into why we might actually fear expressing our emotions or why we may have actually suppressed these emotions to begin with. Okay, so first and foremost, we should always, the disclaimer is always gonna be the same in every single video I ever make. Life is subjective, which means that all of us are going to experience life completely differently. We all have different experiences based on us ourselves because we all live our lives differently. We're all different people. We've all had different upbringings. So you may have had parents that were the type to, and, and hear me out, we're also all human. So parents are going to make mistakes. We'll probably make mistakes if we become parents and when we become parents. So it's first and foremost to say that where everybody's just kind of doing the best they can, you know? So it's totally normal. Your parents aren't bad people. If you realize going through this or experiencing this or talking to a therapist or at any point in your life, if you discover that your parents maybe have failed you once or twice in life, listen, they've also been failed once or twice in life. We all fail each other once or twice throughout life. So it's not like to point the blame or point a finger at anybody, but you may have had parents that really, you know, there's so many different varieties of ways that this could have manifested. One of which could be don't cry, you you know, it's okay or it's not that big of a deal. Another one could be 
just in general confrontation not being acceptable in your family or again this can happen at school as well. It's also possible that you may have felt like you weren't attended to as a child so if you did experience anything like bullying and then you had nowhere to go you may have just suppressed that feeling as a child rather than feeling like you were able to have a safe place to express that feeling and explore that feeling. You may have had parents that maybe weren't as attentive or gave you the type of attention that you felt like you were needing or just kind of checked out. You could have also had the complete opposite of that. Parents that were overbearing and it kind of made it almost impossible to feel your own feelings because it was almost like their feelings. There's so many different ways that this can manifest. Again, you'll probably find this as you begin to explore it yourself or you may have already figured this out for yourself. So there's so many different ways and reasons why as children we might learn the habit of suppressing our feelings and most of us tend to, especially if we feel like everything is happening so intensely when we're children especially again too when we're dealing with the more harder to bear emotions like fear and shame and anger and guilt which tend to be the four big milestones of emotions that are really hard to express even in adulthood but especially if we didn't do it when we were children the thing about traumas and i say trauma in a way that that word has become so easy for me to use now because it's talked about so much in my therapy but if you would have said that to me before i ever did therapy i would have been like that's a bit dramatic okay trauma but it really is trauma to your body and trauma to your mind and trauma to your overall state of well-being when anything happens to you that feels like a negative brunt against you and you don't have the capabilities as a child to be able to feel them, feel that emotion, and also realize that it's okay to express it, it's temporary, it isn't you, you are not your emotions, and that this does not negatively affect you or impact who you are as a person. And that's a really, really mature thing to understand and that's why a lot of the times when we're children these traumas these experiences that weren't so great end up getting suppressed and then affecting us later in our adulthood so in turn as we get older and as we grow into young adults and then further on into life this can go on for years where you might become afraid to express emotion or to feel emotion or you might run away from even good emotions just because you think you're not able to handle them or because again no one ever really explained or taught you it, again that's very general you may have been taught this but a lot of us aren't taught including adults in today's world, that it's okay to express your emotions. It's okay to experience your emotions because that's all it really is. You are not your emotion. You are the experiencer of this emotion. And if you're able to relax into it and allow it to pass, a lot of the times there's a really good nugget of wisdom within that emotion or something to learn and grow from. So again, I could go through a wide range of things that may have been experienced as traumatic to you as a kid. A lot of the things that come off the top of my head are things like bullying. It could even just be a sibling saying something mean to you. I mean, a lot of us when we're children, we can grow up with even body issues, body image issues from one person calling you fat that you've never seen to this day. Like you haven't seen them since the seventh grade. I'm speaking from my own personal experience here, but you can experience trauma in that sense. You can experience embarrassment at school or if your parents split up or if you got into a fight with a sibling or something. And, and again, these are not crazy, huge, catastrophic things. These are little moments that feel like big moments when you're a kid, especially when you're a kid. And the issue is these emotions, these feelings, if we don't feel them in the moment while they're happening, 
then we suppress them. The problem with suppressing these emotions is that energy doesn't just go away. So you suppress that emotion and it enters your subconscious. And because that energy is still stillborn in a lot of ways in your body, when you go throughout your life, when you grow older, when little things come close to that feeling, it affects you. For me anyways, I find that I, I just instantly, I get anxiety, I get really bad anxiety, I go into like panic mode because I'm like, oh my God, I'm not ready to go here. And those emotions are sitting there waiting to be felt. And again, to only speaking from personal experience, but in my mind, the way that I, I envision it is, is almost like this door that is so jammed shut that I was afraid to open this door for so long because I thought I was going to be taken away with just like a huge tidal wave of emotions that I had suppressed since I was little. And I, I mean, that's not going to be the case, especially if you go through the steps in the way that I'm going to describe them to you, but it can feel like there's so much pushed down there. And a lot of us, there is like, it's every single emotion that you've never felt, every single emotion that was there and you never processed it. You never allowed it to come through and to release itself. So it's all sitting in there. And I should also make note that speaking with a therapist has literally been the only reason why I felt I even could start opening that door and start letting those emotions come through one at a time, feel it out, release it, move on to the next one. And that's in my experience, again, the best way to do this, but I'll explain to you exactly how that process comes to be. But in the best way that I can put it into a visual for you, it's almost like if you take any situation and every situation that made you feel some type of way from the time you were a kid to now, and you were like, nope, don't wanna feel that, and you suppressed it, picture it like a wave that you were like, nope. So you pushed the wave into this room and you kept on pushing waves into this room and the water kept on building up and building up. And then at times it can feel like a tidal wave. You might not even mean to let the door open, but so much is suppressed in there that it does explode. And a lot of the times when it does explode, it explodes in extreme fits of anger or sadness, or you might go into bouts of depression. You might find yourself having really low self-esteem or feeling really guilty about everything all of the time. And that is just like, like almost to a range that is excessive. And it's because it's so suppressed in you that when it does come through, it comes through in like, you know, in spades, it just like comes. <laughs> now the trick though is learning how to open that door, to let a little baby wave come through, to process that emotion, to separate yourself from it, and again, realize that you're the experiencer, not the emotion itself, and then to healthily release it and flow through that emotion so that you can let it go. And you can do this with literally every suppressed emotion you've had, all the way back down to you were five or four, you know, the first time you ever were able to retain that kind of memory. That said as well, I wanna make another disclaimer that in my experience, this also hasn't needed to be something where you go through every single emotion you've ever suppressed. It might be that way, I mean, I can't speak for your experience, but in my experience, especially with speaking with my therapist and talking about a lot of these things, it's almost been like if I can find one really big moment that is a really good pillar for a lot of other times that I felt similar ways, almost taking on that big emotion can help heal a lot of the other suppressed emotions without having to go through every single situation that I've ever felt I suppressed. So that's just like another quick little disclaimer, don't feel or 
I just don't want anyone to get overwhelmed by thinking that they're gonna have to do like 500 different rituals to go through this. It's not gonna be the case. It's really just experiencing the energy that's suppressed within your body and releasing it. That's all it is. And when you find one pocket of it, you might be able to release a few at one time. So if you guys are curious exactly what those three steps are, then stick around really quick as I leave you guys with a quick message from some of the sponsors that brought you guys today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. We all know now exactly what the experience is of suppressing emotion or childhood trauma. So first things first, unless you're feeling this emotion right now in this moment, the best way to take this on is to section off some time that you can sit with yourself without any distractions, just get really, really quiet, really, really quaint, really peaceful with yourself because you're gonna burn up some energy. So I would highly recommend taking some time off on the weekend or in a night where nobody's around you, nobody's gonna be able to bother you, and just sit quietly. Again, this can be however you tailor this how you want to. If you wanna put some music on, you can burn some incense, you can put on some essential oils, you can have crystals around you, you can go sit in nature, you can even walk if you wanna get the feelings kind of moving first. Anything that's basically going to allow you to relax into yourself and open that door. and that's the thing is that you're really opening up the door to the subconscious. So how that works for you will be, you'll already know. I'm assuming you can already picture in your mind exactly the situation you're going to need to be in in order to allow yourself to go there, you know, really go there because the first step is to root the feeling. So if you sit with your body and you get really quiet and you take a few deep breaths, like really feel into your body, really ground yourself in the here and in the now. And as you're taking those deep breaths, just slowly scan over your body. I can do an actual meditation for this if you guys want, or like a yoga flow for this. The next step, once you're really relaxed, really in your body, you know, feeling your muscles, you've, you've gone from your head all the way down to your toes and you're here, you're checked in. Bring up a situation that either recently made you feel very emotional or triggered you in some kind of way, or you can go right all the way back to a childhood memory that has made you feel some type of way. Again, a lot of the times if you find one portal or one doorway, it'll lead you to the room that you need to get to, okay? There's like a thousand doors that you can take. So any situation that has brought up any kind of hard emotion for you that you felt you needed to numb out or suppress, go there and go there in the sense of bringing it up with yourself and really getting yourself to go through it in as much detail as possible in your mind or again you can journal or write this out until you start to feel the emotion until you start to feel it in your body and this is why it's so important to do the body scan and check in with your body first because you know you're you're doing it right or you know you're on the right path when you start to feel it in your body. Emotions, a lot of the times are, well, mo actually they are. They're just expressed through our bodies. Even though we're feeling them, you can't see them, but you can see their expression and you can feel their expression. So an example could be like, what color is it? What density is it? What, what does it feel like? What does it look like? Like get as detailed as possible and either write it down or say it out loud because you really want to label what it is that you're experiencing. So it could be I feel red hot anger tingling through my arms or up my back or heat, like the angry, angry heat in my chest or in my face. Or it can be, I feel uh, stone cold sadness and a heaviness in my stomach. It could be, I feel a gripping 
tightness in my chest, a, a weight on my chest, like get as detailed about how it feels, what it looks like and all of the details surrounding this emotion as possible and either say it out loud or write it down because you want to bring it as much to the forefront of your experience right now as you can. So once you've rooted this emotion, once you've rooted this feeling and root it just all the way down even to what details caused you to feel this way. Was it the way that someone looked at you when they said something? Was it the tone of their voice? Was it the day of the week that it was? Was it, you know, a tough anniversary of something? Was it anything at all that made you feel this way and why you felt this way? And just get to the very, very root that you can by being as detailed about this emotion and about this experience as you can. Once it's all out there, and this is the hardest part, let me tell you, I would say in my experience, again, I can't tell you that, but in my experience, this is the hardest part because this is the part that you're, it's almost like when you, you know, when you have to go for a workout or a run and before you've done it, you're like, oh my God, this is going to be horrible. But then while you're running, you're like, this isn't that bad. And then after the run, you're like, this is amazing. That's exactly how you're going to feel doing this before you start and as you're trying to call up these emotions, internally, you're going to be like, what the heck am I doing? Why would I actively allow myself to feel this way? But if you don't, if you don't feel this way, if you don't go for the run or you don't work out, you're not going to get the results. And this energy, this emotion will continue to dictate your subconscious behind the curtain. So you need to bring it out in front of the curtain and it's, it's going to be uncomfortable disclaimer, but it's so, so important to do anyway. So root to it and know that it's not going to feel great, but that's okay. You're just along for the experience. Tell yourself that you just want to see what's going to happen. And then the second step is to accept it. And this I know probably sounds like the hardest part, but this is actually, again, in my experience, the most gratifying part of this experience, because you're giving yourself the reaction that you needed that you never got, especially when dealing with childhood trauma. This is where you come through for yourself in the ways that you were hoping an adult or a role model would have come through for you. And again, that is not to point fingers or blame at anybody because that's going to keep you spiraling in that emotional toxicity. You want to instead accept the emotion as the experiencer. My best advice for this and the way that I like to do this is to look at it from an actual observer standpoint as if I am my own parent or if I were to picture five-year-old me going through this, what I would tell her. Another really good way you could do this is to almost project it into somebody else, make it your best friend, someone you love, someone you care about deeply. It could even be your dog. If I was like, what if Bentley was feeling this way? What would I say to him? I would tell him to just, you know, it's okay. You are loved. This is an experience. You're going to be fine. And giving yourself that feeling of, okay, this is where it is. This is the feeling. I'm going to accept this. You actually allow yourself to start processing that emotion. The trickiest part of this step is allowing yourself to accept it without any expectation. It doesn't mean I accept this and then instantly I'm, ex I'm expecting myself to not feel this anymore or for it to change or for me to have this like breakthrough. You might, but you also might not. It's not about having any expectation for yourself at all. It's literally just creating space for yourself. You're giving yourself the space to feel exactly exactly how you, how you feel with no rules or rhythm to it. And then following that up, you can either do this out loud or again, write it down, whatever you feel most comfortable with. But 
the two step follow or mini step follow to accepting it is to actually say, I accept this feeling. So again, you might feel weird doing that out loud. I get it. So you can write it down. You can even just do that mentally in your head. Um, and then the follow up to that, and this is my favorite one and it's corny, but it is so, so good. It makes you feel so buttery is to say, I love myself for feeling this way. I know that that sounds so lame, but again, what you're doing is you're telling the little kid inside of you that no matter how you feel, you're loved unconditionally. And you need to hear that. Your inner self needs to know that. And that is going to be the ingredient that's going to stop this from becoming a habit in the future, that no matter any emotion that I feel, I am unconditionally loved, it's okay to feel this way. That is what you need to ingrain into your subconscious. So that is what you're doing by taking this step, by saying out loud, I love that I feel this. Thank you for feeling this. You can say anything that's going to make you feel that sense of, it's okay to feel this way, even if it doesn't feel great. Again, take it and work it in any way you want to that will allow you to feel that expression. In this step, you're really opening yourself up to this emotion. You're really creating that space to feel this emotion, to go through the disappointment you may have felt, to go through the upset. You might find yourself crying. You might find yourself getting pissed off and screaming or like wanting to punch a pillow and like, We'll get to that, but you might just sense a big, again, that's gonna be the next step, so I can't get there yet, but you're opening yourself up to this experience without any expectation, without any pressure on yourself and knowing that you are your own pillow underneath of unconditional love, that it's okay to feel however you feel. You accept it, you're allowing yourself to work through it so that you can then move to step three, which is releasing it. So how exactly do we release this emotion? Again, this is so subject to all of our different experiences and all of our different ways of, of processing emotion. So if your emotion was anger, you might need to punch a pillow. That's cool, it's way better than punching somebody's face. Don't punch somebody's face ever, please. You might need to cry. You might need to take that energy and do something with it. So. Again, no matter how you decide to process this emotion and let it move through you, when you get to the third step, which is releasing it and letting it go, this is the most crucial because you don't wanna get caught up in the haywire of being so upset about it that you kind of hold on to it. You wanna let it go in some way and you can do this in so many different healthy ways. Like I said, grab a pillow, punch it, scream into the pillow, cry your freaking eyes out because who, cares. There's nothing wrong with crying. Go back to when you were picturing what that energy looked like, the red hot anger, the cold stoned sadness, and picture it in your third eye, literally leaving your body. You can picture it going out of your crown or seeping out of your spine, like following all the way down all of your chakras and then leaving. You can picture it literally coming through your skin or passing through you or you know, absorbing itself and changing it to a better color and then sending it out to the world, like not negative emotions, but I mean, take that energy, flip it into good energy and think like, okay, I want to take this and I want to spread the power of this energy as love for the universe. There's so many different things you can do with this. Um, my other favorite ways are if it's a big one, if it's like a really big suppressed emotion or a really big moment that I'm trying to tackle and it doesn't feel right to just sit there and be like, I release you and then nothing really happens. The other thing you can do is while you're in it and you have it there and you're almost holding it in front of you, 
put it into something. So get up and start writing, start painting, go for a run, call up a friend and talk about this feeling or anything that's going to help you release it to put it in something, to put it out there into something else so that it's no longer in you. And that again is going to be subject to who you are and what you find to be appropriate at the time that you go to do this or what this emotion is. But you can create art out of it. Really all it is is energy. Every emotion we feel is energy. And when you take that judgment of good or bad out of the equation, it's just energy. So you're able to use that energy however you see fit. You can just let it go and stop letting it affect you. You can put it into something. You can channel it somewhere, express it through however way you want to, to, to a friend, to art, through art. Just so many different ways that you can take this emotion and use it. But this is probably the most important step. They're all pretty important. You can't really do one without the other, but it's important to follow through on this step because this is your release. This is the part that's going to make you feel so empowered. That's going to make you feel so just light. You're really creating extra space inside of yourself by getting rid of this stuff. If you were to think of it this way, there's a closet of all of your suppressed emotions and you don't have to clean the whole closet in one go. But how good does it feel to just clean out even one drawer, to just open one drawer and tackle that drawer and clean it all out and then release it out into the world. And then every time you open that drawer, how good does that feel? And here's the thing, don't be disheartened if you have to do this a few times. Like, I feel like I've been working at my childhood trauma for years now and I'm still working at it because there is a lot of suppressed emotions in there. There's still times where things happen to me in today's age and I'm like, oop, I'm triggered. I'm not feeling very good right now. That That's making me want to numb out. That's making me want to do something that I used to do that was very unhealthy. And as soon as I feel that, it's time to literally go through this three-step process or call up my therapist because I know exactly what it's time. Like, I know, I know the outcome. We all know the outcome of numbing that feeling and suppressing that feeling and just throwing it into the back of the closet. Don't, don't do that anymore. Just clean it now while you got it or use it now while you've got it. Now, before I leave you, I just want to give a couple more things to keep in mind if you're going to do this, if you're going to go through this process of dealing with unresolved emotions. The first is, and I already said this, but just to reiterate it, it's normal for this to feel really uncomfortable. And I, I want to highlight that because a lot of the times our brains are pre-wired to avoid discomfort. So you're not going to want to naturally do this. This is like working out. It really is it's like working out with your emotions though, instead of your body, because you're going to have to sometimes really push yourself to do this and understand that even the feeling or emotion or experience of discomfort is just another part of human experience. And it's okay to feel uncomfortable because you're not going to feel uncomfortable forever. You can even just square off some time, put a 15 minute timer on your phone to do this. And then after the 15 minutes is up, you leave it where you're at and you come back to it another time. You don't have to sit in these feelings forever, but allowing them some space to come through and express themselves and release themselves from you and you from them is going to be so empowering. It's the only word I can think of is empowering because actively doing this, choosing to do this, if you even chose to watch this video, then that's such a mature step in the right direction, especially again, I don't know how old you are or where you're at in your life, but no matter who you are or how old you are or where you're at in your life, doing this is so needed for the world. If the whole world were to do this, if everybody were to take a little bit more time to work with the emotions and the hard things in life that we all just tried to swallow down and pretend didn't exist, 
think of how much better of the place the world would be. I mean, you wouldn't feel the need to, again, I'm speaking from my own recollections, but flip off somebody when you're driving on the highway or get all mad. Like today, okay, it's isolation grocery day and I went to go pull out of my parking lot and it was, I'm, I'm blinded on both sides so I didn't see this guy coming and I stopped and I was like, oh my God, sorry. And I kid you not, if looks could kill, I would be dead right now. And all I can think about was like, this guy is probably in isolation, probably just having such a crappy day or something because that energy was heavy. And again, like if we were to all work through these things, we wouldn't feel so inclined to give looks that could kill. Or again, I'm bad at this too. When I'm really, when I'm really suppressing some stuff and I'm driving and somebody cuts me off, I don't know what, I'm just like, <sighs> And I, it gets me, it works me up. And it's normal because it's very human. But again, taking this route, choosing to face your emotions and especially the suppressed ones, especially the hard ones, especially the childhood trauma ones head on is about the most mature, healthy thing that you can do for yourself and for the whole world. Because it's not only gonna raise your vibrations and it's gonna create more space for yourself, but rooting yourself into this unconditional love is creating a foundation for yourself that is going to keep you confident and capable throughout your life. And not only that, let me reiterate this point more than anything, you cannot give what you don't already have for yourself. So if you want to be able to give people more love, if you want to be able to give out good energy, you've got to have love and good energy with yourself. And it's hard to do that when you have a built up closet of shadows that you're afraid to look at, you know? And it's funny because any shadow, any fear, anytime we normally tend to face those things, they're never as scary as we think they're going to be. They're never as hard as we think they're going to be. It's usually just this built up thing in our heads. But then once we do it, we feel like we have accomplished something and we feel like we have taken the mature route. And that is so crucial and important because it's going to make you want to choose that route again and again. You're pre-wiring your brain or rewiring your brain to take this course of action whenever hard emotions come up in your life. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's decaf brew. I decided to dip into the wellness aspect of the decafs and I mean, in isolation and in quarantine, what better time than right now when we're all hitting the pause button to really explore our, our shadows in our closets and clean them out and to go into spring in a lot of ways, spring cleaning these things because we're creating more space, we're creating more all around good energy and loving energy for ourselves as well as allowing ourselves to understand the whole concept that you are not how you feel you are the feeler not the feeling the more you accept the wide range of feelings that you have as a human being the more you're accepting your experience on this earth as a human being the more you're going to open up so many more doors for yourself as a human being so it really is a win-win situation. It's not an easy thing to do, but the best things and the things that make us grow the most rarely are the easy things to do. So yeah, there it is. It's all out there now. So let me know what you guys think of today's video. If you guys want to talk about anything under this topic, it can be your own experience or if that's too personal for you, if you have any points, tricks, tips to add, feel free to leave it all in the comment section down below. And I will talk to all of you guys in the next brew. Bye guys.